0: Do 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 do. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to Sorry We're Open, episode three. Oh yeah, the grind is so strong; it really is. We're not <laughs> even recording on our normal day. Yeah, no, it's. I was I was being a grump the other day. I didn't I didn't get out of bed all day. Nope, Lindsay was when I called her to meet at the radio station. We usually meet in the afternoon, and I called her and I was like. Hey, like, I'm on my way. And I'm in bed. <laughs> I was fully in bed. I was in my pajamas. I got out of bed, like, twice yesterday. One was to have the biggest bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios that I've ever had. And the other time was to make dinner, which was just pasta. Because that's the only thing I know how to make. Guys, Lindsay is the worst cook of all time. She actually managed to ruin pre-made pasta who told you that shout out to taylor ingerman who told me that (laughs) yeah no i it was bad it was cardboard um it's fine we're working on being adult we are working um speaking of being an adult uh goes right into my my life update for the day um i accepted a full-time job offer which is super exciting insert yay (laughs) we love jobs here we do sorry we're open we do love jobs um so now it's time for a job keg. I wanted the local brewery to give, not give me a job keg. Obviously, I would have paid for it, but they don't do that. So that's unfortunate.
1: Oh, they have no. the best
0: beer. They do have really good beer. We're actually going there later um, <laughs> to celebrate the wonderful fall weather. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, well, this kind of links to my life update. So my life update is there's a lot of really fun festivals going on. So last weekend, we went to Celtic Fest, which was... Amazing beer, really good food, really wacky games. Um, we Maggie and Lauren got really cool, like lucky not Lucky Charms, four leaf clover. There it you. is. <laughs> um, spray spray tattoos, wow. airbrush airbrush. There it is. Wow. I'm wow. having a little bit of trouble today. <laughs> And then this weekend is Oktoberfest, so we're going to go and watch. They, they do have, like, wiener dog races. Not, like, hot dogs. like No, like the actual... Like stuff. an actual dog. Like a dachshund. That's <laughs> the appropriate word. So it's been really fun to be a senior who's 21 right now. Right. And then now for me, like, especially one with a job, I've been drunk, I think, ever since I accepted my job offer. <laughs> Someone who does not have a job... I literally have been in the library since 9 a.m. today, so two types of girls. Yep. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> um, But yeah, so super exciting episode today. Got We, a f- we got a guest coming. I was going to say, we do have a fun guest. they are going to talk about fun things. Um, but before we get there, I think we're going to talk about... um, What was that thing we were going to talk about? So this is our segment called Keg Stands. And this week's topic <laughs> is... For- I was going to say formerly known as college is cool. We're still looking for a new name. So if you have a name, you should really hit us up because shout out to Nick Thompson, who was like, that's a terrible segment name. And I'm like, you're right, but I don't have a better one. <laughs> We're creative, but not that creative. Okay. So this week's topic is friends with benefits. Oh, gosh. An important topic that was so very relevant here in college. <laughs> yeah, because there's a couple things. About it, I guess. Well, first, Lindsay, let's start with a definition. Of friends with benefits. Yes. It is someone that you are friends with that you semi-regularly hook up with. And hook up can mean, like, sex or, like, just, like, make out or do sexy things. Doesn't need to, like, include, like... Anything crazy. Penetration, I was going to (laughs) say. Delete that word. Anyways, so how would you define a friend in this situation? Can it be any type of friend? Can it be like an acquaintance all the way up to your like best friend? Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's a great question. I, so be- I feel like best friends get messy, but, <laughs> um, but I would say anywhere between like an, an acquaintance and then like someone that like, you're pretty good friends with or like recently have gotten pretty close with. Okay, so what I think about, I think about it holistically. Go for it. So I think that the idea of friends with benefits is really, it's kind of irrelevant of what kind of friend they are or what kind of sexual act you're doing. (laughs) It's just the act of not defining anything and hooking up with someone because everything in life needs to be labeled, apparently. You can't just be like hooking up with someone who have to have a label. That's why we created Exclusive, which is the worst word in the whole thing i want a segment on the word exclusive Uh, we could we could talk about it right now real quick because i think it's it's silly you might as well just be dating at that point if you're not hooking up with anybody else exclusive is a dumb word why do we need a step between smooching regularly and dating (laughs) we don't if you're exclusive you're doing all the things that dating people do except you're not calling them your boyfriend which is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Like, there's such... I think especially in college, there's such, like, a stigma sometimes around, like, dating and, like, having boyfriends and having girlfriends, and people are just like, we're exclusive. Which means nothing. I, I agree. <laughs> because you'd still be pissed if they hooked up with someone else. Right. You'd still you'd be d- pissed if they don't give you attention. Right. And you don't want to hook up with anybody else. Exactly. So then, like, what the fuck is the point? So basically, all this whole construction of labels and blah, 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 and people are like, I don't like labels. I'm like, you're not real. <laughs> They're well, your boyfriend. Also, also, exclusive is still a label, if you ask me. Right? Like, oh, We're not labeling anything. We're just exclusive. I literally could roll my eyes into next year. <laughs> yeah, because that's a label. It is. So anyways, back to Friends with Benefits after that quick divergence on how much I hate the word exclusive. So, Lindsay, why did you pick this job? Um, Personally, felt it very relevant. Um, been in that situation previously sort of currently in that situation now um except i don't know how to communicate with people so we're it's like a weird (laughs) it's like a weird kind of limbo stage like i like would you ever define to the person that you're being friends with benefits like like you are my friend with benefits i feel like a lot of people do that you try to really more (sighs) casual. Like, instead of, like, just ignoring it, because people have this need to label things. Right. They're, instead of saying nothing, they're just like, oh, you're just my friends with benefits, which is, like, signaling, I have no feelings for you, blah, 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 which is total fucking bullshit. That is bullshit. If you are hanging out with someone consistently, consistently, there are 150% feelings, and if you're all like, I don't do commitment, I have no feelings, you're fake. You're fake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, because... Yeah, I'm in like a weird limbo stage where I'm like, I should probably com- be communicating with this person. But what makes it so hard to, when you're hooking up with someone, you're friends with benefits, and you like, oh yeah, I probably like would like this to level up. But see, but I don't know. I don't. You don't know? if I don't well. know. Because I'm having this fun single semester, so I don't. Hmm. So do you <laughs> think by discussing it, you potentially can lose your friends with benefits status? Yeah, or just it'd be uncomfortable for everyone around because, like, what we have going is great. And if you just talk about it, then, like... I think there's a connotation that it makes things weird. And while I don't think that's always the case, that's kind of where my head is at right now. I feel like it'd be weird. Okay, so then another question. Do you think people who are in Friends with Benefits are afraid of their own feelings? Yes. Immediately, yes. Yeah, they don't want to, like, address it, um... I'm not saying friends with benefits is, like, a bad thing. I think it's, like, a lot of fun. And I think, given appropriate communication, it's a fun place to be at with this person that you, like, hanging out with. But that you still, like, need to, like, see them in class or, like, say hi to them during daytime hours. So you say hello to your friends with benefits during daytime hours? Yes. You don't look away when you No. No. See, that's where I think we get in this awkward because i feel like a lot of people i know who i would say are friends with benefits ignore each other in public it's like only in the dark the dark abyss of a fraternity basement but do that, they interact that's crazy to me because i feel like the whole point of being friends with benefits is that you're legitimately like friends with this person yeah, but how can you really maintain a friendship once you've involved feelings is that possible that's that's such a good question and honestly like yes Like, I've been there, and, like, there, I was, a while ago, I was hooking up with this person, and I'd say we were friends with benefits, like, we talked on the reg, um, and then we, like, just stopped hooking up, I also started dating someone, and then we're still friends now, with, like, no feelings. Okay, but. Do you think there always is a part of you? So you have no active feelings, so Let's Sure. You're not every, every day you're not like thinking about them actively in a romantic sense. No. But there probably are feelings still somewhere, correct? I wouldn't put it past myself. <laughs> okay. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like once you cross that line with a friend... This goes all up to a whole nother topic that I could talk about for actual hours. Platonic friends. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, but that's not today's. No, but that. Yeah, that. <laughs> that's a future segment, guys. So, when you're saying that, like, once you've crossed the line, mm-hmm. once you're no, you've hooked up with someone, you're no longer you. I don't think you can maintain friends. See, in the same way that you could before you hooked up with them. No. Okay. I I have something that directly disproves this. Okay. So. My best friend in the whole world, Tommy, hey Tommy, Um, we dated in high school for like five months. Nothing, nothing happened. Right, Tommy? Yeah, no, nothing happened. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then after we broke up, we weren't like really friends anymore because obviously like that's what happens after breakup. And then we still had mutual friends. So we got close again. Um, How long did that take? Approximately a year. Okay, It was a little bit less than a year, yeah. So maybe with, there needs to be a recovery period. Right, right, no, 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 but I'm not even at the friends with benefits part yet, or like the friends after, anyway, because nothing happened with me and him, until after the fact, then we hooked up more than once. After the year period? Yeah, after we had broken up. Yeah, we had hooked up after the fact. Okay, okay. (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) I'm sorry, just for some clarification for our poor listeners. You dated for five months but didn't hook up till after you well, stopped dating. Well, yeah, we, yeah, we like made out. Yeah, okay, and that great. was, okay, yeah, no. You... And then we like hooked up, hooked up. After you stopped dating. Yes. Okay, great. I'm following. Yeah, like more than once. But now we're like best friends. Like I could tell him anything. He could tell me anything. We talk about like our sex lives, you know, whatever. And it's like not weird at all. And like I think our friendship is honestly stronger now that like we kind of have like that connection. Do do you know what I'm saying? That's a very interesting way to (laughs) view it. Very counter to the way I view it. Right. Because to me I feel like once you cross that line personally it opens up this like little box and then I'm like damn it. I was like "Uh, there it is. And then I feel like that it's hard for me to like come back from that. Because how do you to me it's like you have to reappraise this person as your friend then. Like obviously, Tommy's not your platonic friend. Nope. Yes, yes, he is. No. We haven't hooked up in a little like year and a half, two okay. years. No, no, two years longer than Lindsay. That. Longer than two years. No, 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 no. Shh. I feel so passionate about this topic <laughs> that I guess we're gonna have to talk about it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I am the number one believer that girls and guys can be friends, platonically hundred percent. Platonic is defined. As pure friendship, no smooching involved. If you smooch in any context, you are no longer platonic. If clothes are removed, if you are half naked in their bed, if if you have sex with them, you are platonic is eliminated. You can still be good friends, but you are no longer platonic. Uh, yeah, you are no longer platonic. Once your guy friend who you were He's like my brother. He sees you naked. It's over. <laughs> it is absolutely over. You like, that's it. If this boy has given you a hickey, it's over. You're no longer platonic. You can be. What naked. if what I one time I gave my my friend a hickey? OK, you're weird. <laughs> like no contact. Anyway, you're a psycho. Anyways, <laughs> I am such a strong believer that guys and girls can be friends. But if you hook up with them, they're no longer your platonic friend because you've crossed that line. So you could reappraise them as your friend after the fact, like it sounds like that's what you do with Tommy. But you and Tommy are not platonic. You're not. I, I feel like it's been so long since that. It has doesn't happened. matter. That's so interesting. It doesn't matter. That's because so interesting. I, it ruins the like sanctity of friendship <laughs> because once they've seen you naked, I feel like it just enhanced the sanctity of our friendship. That makes no sense. <laughs> that makes no sense. No, it does. I am a firm believer that once you have interacted sexually with your guy friend, he's no longer platonic. Or your girlfriend. Or your girlfriend, you're right, I don't discriminate. No, yeah. But I feel like that's very interesting, the like because because I'm gonna say something, because I think for me anyway, it was much easier to like be friends after with like girls that I've hooked up with than it was to be friends with like guys that I had hooked up with. Casually. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because I feel like (laughs) girls are just more mature. (laughs) But we knew that. Wow. This has been a very interesting topic. (laughs) It's really doved. delved, Delved. Delved. Thank you. Yeah. Into a lot of my favorite things to discuss. Yeah. And we really diverged from Friends with Benefits. Right. But I feel like we covered a lot of important ground. I agree. And, uh, so this is our guest segment. (laughs) Guys, guest, (laughs) would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. (laughs) Um, I'm Carly. I graduated. Hey, Carly. But I'm still fun. And relevant. And relevant. (laughs) So, Carly, what are you going to be talking about today with us?
1: Wow, okay. Um, I thought I would talk a little bit about, um sexual harassment and sexism in the workplace. Um, I just think that, like, I wasn't prepared for it, at least, when I graduated. And it's, I think, a good topic to bring up while y'all are going through college slash getting ready to enter the, the real world.
0: Yeah, this is really... I'm, I'm curious to see what you have to say about it, because in, obviously, a male-dominated industry, like I feel like it'd be really prevalent, and I'm going into a similar field. So mm-hmm. I'm just... This will be really, I think, educational for me personally. I'm also very excited about this topic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, it was something I definitely wasn't prepared for slash didn't have on my mind. Um, I'm not going to say, obviously, the company that I work at, but I work in, like, finance uh, consulting. Um, And when I graduated from the college that we go to, (laughs) I, I knew it was still a thing. Like, I knew we still had to be feminists for a reason. I knew we still had to fight for women and, like, fight for our voice in the workplace. But... It was never really like real or conceptualized in my mind so that when I did finally go to training uh, for the first two weeks of working, it was pretty much like a crazy shocker that we did training on the most basic of Excel graphs and knowing how to use PowerPoint, whereas we didn't have a single section on how to treat others in the workplace and like how to treat people of color and people of different gender and sex and identity and everything. Um, especially in 2019, the fact that that wasn't something that was addressed at all or something that was put forth in like the teaching and the training right, at all. Right. Wild.
0: That's so interesting because I feel like even when I, I, that, that I'm very
1: surprised that. For such a national company that yes. I work at. Like, yeah. I was going to say. For there a- are so many, uh, like thousands and thousands of employees across the United States and like the world in general. And for the fact that like, okay, so I'll start from the beginning. So I I started in September, um, and that's just one of the... They have, like, a bunch of dates that people can start in. So, like, the the new hires around me, they're an expen- extensive amount of people. Like, it's crazy. Um, so many people who are my age, which is really nice. I can You can make lots of friends, but you can also, you know, go through the perils of, like, people who aren't fully formed adults yet. Um, and so we went in, and, like, the first week was at our local offices, and so... We were bonding with those people, we were doing things like um, how to log on to the company portal, how to log your time and your expenses, and just like how to be an employee at the company. And so they were pretty dry modules, learning how to like use our laptops and use our work phones and everything. But um, I was just kind of noticing that first of all, the gender gap that existed in the new hires was so different from when I interned there last summer. Like I don't think I noticed um, a, a gap at all. It was pretty 50-50. It was just that when I met my team, I happened to be on a team with all guys, um, but never, like, felt, you know, talked down to or disrespected or any way because of, you know, my gender or my sexuality or any of that. Um, And then when I come to this training thing, it's very clear that it's probably, like, 20, 30 percent to 70 percent, like. No way. Yeah, something that I definitely didn't expect except in the except like i guess in the field i'm in consulting is really just male dominated but yeah it felt really weird
0: yeah but it's it's still i guess unexpected yeah because like going go going to college i feel like it's it's almost 50 50 where we Mm -hmm. were anyway and it was difficult i guess to notice kind of that
1: especially with um, the place that we go to having a lot of female STEM majors, you know, that yeah. was never a thing that I thought about. Whereas when I talked to my friends at school, I mean, friends from high school who were like, wait, you know, like a lot of female engineers? That's really weird. And I'm like, no, that's that's pretty standard. Like, uh, all my friends are smart. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> women are smart. And like, yeah. that's a thing that was preached at our school, I guess. Um, and, like, I've always been involved in, like, women in business things. So, like, it never... I don't know, it just never occurred to me. But anyway, so we go to our um, training in New York where I work. uh, Training in New York where I work. And then um, we move to, like, this national training, which is when we meet, like, people who have started um, this same week from all over America and all over the uh, surrounding continents and countries. Um, And we all meet and do, like, more training. But it's more, um, like... uh, critical thinking, like, learning on the job, like, how to conduct yourself in teams, how to, like, do Excel, do basic skills that um, not all... Because they hire a lot of majors, they might not all have had the same training in that respect. So, like, I mean, we were doing our modules on how to take notes in a meeting like it was very oh granular oh I sat there you know I mean they they were they tried to make it fun but you know some people (laughs) just start at a level that is not (laughs) anywhere near a normal business students level right I feel like from where we came from who was teaching these like modules they were led by um like managers in the field so like um you can volunteer to be a facilitator at like these training sessions um When you're a manager. So in a couple of years, like, I could volunteer to do it. And I definitely will. What's the gender breakdown there? there There were probably 30 people in our room to three facilitators, one of whom was a female and two of whom were male. And I was the only girl on my team of six. And then there were probably, I'd say it was probably 10 girls to 20 guys, which is really not bad for what I'd seen. But, yeah, it definitely was obvious um that it was not equal
0: right and so I so have you noticed anything like within like your specific team like recently or
1: it never actually it hasn't come across in my team yet but I'd say at the trainings like when we had um we basically did a client simulation thing so we practiced what it would be like to onboard to and a client to learn their business model to create um uh suggestions on how to like help their business and like we would do in the real world basically right um and I noticed right away that um this one guy in my group just like was not having anything that I said we all kind of went around and talked about our majors and like where we had come from which by the way three months after college no one cares where you went to college it's such a wild (laughs) like no one cares anymore it's such a weird just know that like never feel never feel down about where you went to school never feel like you know, embarrassed of that. Like it's it's literally all about what you do and what you bring to the table and no one cares. But that's an aside Oh interesting. Um okay. it truly is. It doesn't matter if you went to Harvard or if you went to like I don't want to say a school and be rude. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um but what was I saying? Oh gosh. But um oh yeah. So I kind of noticed um that I was with a bunch of STEM majors. They were more computer science, whereas I was accounting and business information systems which is kind of like computer science junior i'm not going to say that i um am a computer science major because i was not but i did learn java so you know that's something set me up (laughs) you've made it Um, i truly have made it and i can do languages and computers and i'm smart um (laughs) but i noticed that i was like the accounting major in the group and everyone else was like a more computer science based um and so I kind of felt a little flack from him in that way, where he was like, "Oh, so you can do like the rules stuff, and we'll like build things, we'll like make things." And I was like, "I don't think you heard the second major that I said, because I can also build things. Like I'm also smart. right. Like <laughs> like that, that's also a thing that I could do. Yeah, um, like pretty I have, capable. <laughs> I have just as many skills as you. Like we may have had different majors, but that's you know supposed to be a a thing that brings us together. I Was say, it's wild, supposed to be like
0: collaborative and wild idea. Um, so it's not like a fucking echo chamber like you're supposed to get all these like different ideas and crazy learn from each other it's almost like
1: we're not all the same person wow wild (laughs) (laughs) in this client service industry especially like you have to be on your toes you have to find unique complex solutions to crazy business problems like that's how it works and it means you need ideas from all sources right but so we got our we get our business simulation we got our company we get all the background on them we get what they're asking for and what they're asking for is more of an accounting based thing because <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm doing a middle finger up into the sky I don't you know it's hard to hear on a podcast but um, <laughs> that was the that was the general vibe of the last five minutes but um, yeah so we get our business problem and I'm kind of reading it I'm kind of taking a little bit of control because I am the only girl in the group and because like I feel like you know you have to get in that first bit or else you're going to be the person who just does the work, right? You know, stand your ground, bitch. Yeah, you gotta stand your ground. You gotta show that like you have ideas. Show that you're in there. Show that you're not gonna let these males like show on that you're boys. not gonna be
0: a pushover. Yeah. I think that's like a huge thing, especially like I remember clearly freshman year in group projects where it would be like I was either gonna do all the work or I was gonna have to like be a little loud mm-hmm. about it, not doing all the
1: work. Yeah, and kind of like that's a great lesson for group projects. And like, anytime you work in teams, like if you are the only female, like do not be afraid to use that and be like, Hey, I'm just going to stand my ground. Like I'm going to get it out there right now. Cause it's only going to get harder.
0: Right. And I wish I had known that four years ago because second semester, freshman year, I was in a group project. It was me and four guys. Mm. I was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, beats me. If I knew like, I, like I was like, Oh, this will be fine. Like, they're cute, like whatever. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I got this, I got this. Um,
1: we're but, in college now. People yeah, know how to work.
0: Yeah, exactly. Stop. I was like, okay, so yeah, yeah. This yeah, is <laughs> like one of like my first we like thought. big group projects. Yeah, it's like a semester long thing. And so we were setting up meeting times and I think I was like, oh, like can we meet this time? Whatever. They all couldn't do that and they picked another one that I couldn't do. I was like, okay, like I have a previous commitment. Can we pick a different time? And they're like, no. Like, we can all meet this time. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Just fill me in. Cool, like, we'll just jerk each other off. Yeah. <laughs> <the camera> <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, I was like, okay. I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, just fill me in. We weren't doing anything big that day. Like, nothing substantial was really happening. But I was like, okay, just fill me in. Like, let me know if I need to like do anything else. Like, there's a Google Doc. Like, just let me know. I'm like, Yeah 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 sure whatever. God,
1: I miss Google Docs. We can't use them at my work, and it's so that's- sad.
0: <laughs> um but yeah so so i was like okay that's that's great so get to class like the next day or like the next time we meet and like we we're supposed to do like a team charter thing so we we're supposed to like list each other's like strengths and weaknesses so they took it upon themselves to fill out mine Shut up. Yeah. i swear to god yes Shut
1: the fuck up.
0: yes and so they didn't fill out anything for strengths Maybe they might have put like organized or whatever, but,
1: ah, but the then, stereotype that women are organized I, is just <laughs> but, hurting my brand but, it, but making it, the expectations too high. Hurting <laughs> yeah. But, but then,
0: but then I get to weaknesses and I see that they filled out time management. like time manager, or like doesn't show up to meetings or something like that. I was like, shut fuck. Uh, I was like, "You're fucking assholes." I was like, "I told you I couldn't make this meeting, no. and I told you I would do like whatever you needed me to do." I was like, you're assholes." I was like, "You guys are major dicks."
1: Holy shit! What did you do?
0: I well, first of all, called my mom.
1: Good. Um, sure. You gotta get a good cry. I was cry like, so I was like, these stupid boys.
0: But then I, my mom is also in
1: a woman. She's
0: also a woman but she's also in the finance the finance mm-hmm. industry, the financial services industry and she's pretty high up there and mm-hmm. she's a badass bitch. She's a and-
1: boss lady. Yeah,
0: she she is a boss lady. And I like huge role model would love to be like half the woman that she is. Incredible. She gave me really obviously candid advice and kind of went something like not tell them to fuck off, but like she was like just show them to fuck off. Yes. Yeah. So I I what I I kind of just told them. I was like hey, by the way, that, like, wasn't... Re- like, I, I didn't want to, like, be emotional, so, like, it took me, like, a day. Like, yeah. settle down. But I, I kind of just told them. I was like, hey. Like, that I, was really shitty. Yeah, I was like, that wasn't really cool. Like, I told you guys that, like, I couldn't make this meeting and I would do whatever I needed to. Like, that wasn't really okay. And, like, please don't let it happen again. Like, yeah. I'm ready to work. So, and I was like, Ugh! And it Gosh, took, like, everything so in me to, like, say that, like, calmly. Um... But thank God that was kind of like, as of right now, my first one of the only like Mm -hmm. really like major things. I was like, (sighs) yeah, at least I learned it like early, I guess. I didn't know how to handle it at first, but
1: because you don't know how to handle it. Like, I feel like we're in this weird um, in between of when we're told that women have just as much power as men, like women can be as good as men. Women can do as much anything they want, like no matter whether that you're a woman or a man, you can you can achieve your dreams, whatever. Women can do, you know. Right. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that society is ready for women to do all of those amazing, wonderful things without needing help and without needing like seeming like like a bitch. To yeah. be perfectly honest. Yeah. Just seeming like a bitch. Right, because you get that.
0: Like, you get called boxy. Yeah.
1: You like, get po- called, you know, like Bitchy. Yeah. yeah. And if you can't joke around with the guys, you're not funny. And it's right. like, "No, I'm I'm hilarious. I know I'm really funny."
0: This is like very pertinent when I was the pre- so I was the president of my sorority and w- oh my what- god, no way. <laughs> These two are in my sorority study, but, not- but you know, some of our listeners might not be in our sorority. So, I was the president and I think this was like very applicable. When I followed the rules, I was lame, mm-hmm. a rule follower, mm-hmm. and when I was aggressive about the fact that we needed to follow the rules, they were like, you're a bitch, Mm -hmm. you're so bossy, and you're not cool. And I was like, but I'm doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I think that's the big issue where it's like, we're all supposed to walk the line, but if I don't walk the line,
1: it looks worse than if they don't walk the line. It's true. It's so frustrating (gasps) because you just want to do, I don't know, you want to be able to go for your dreams and do whatever you want and like really try but you can't really put all the energy there because you know that it's only going to cause them to like see you in a different light it's so it's so frustrating
0: right right yeah it's hard to walk that walk that line yeah find that balance wild
1: wild but I mean luckily I don't know like there there are some wild things that I heard during this week um, it wasn't just me that felt disrespected by my group. It was also, like... So we... I'll tell this really quick thing. You guys are going to flip. So... Oh, God. We used to play, like, Scattergories, like, as, like, a a, a a fun breaking up of the day game. So, like, we were all in, like, little teams and we would... Do you know what categories are? Should I explain it for the listeners? So you, um, you like... Everyone has a whiteboard or some sort of, like, giant piece of paper and um, markers and stuff. And you number your board... Each group can only see their own board um, while you're playing. And you number your board 1 to 12 or 1 to 10 or whatever, how many you're playing. And then everyone's given a letter. Like, let's say the letter is T. And so you would write um, just T's at every number. And then you'd try to find, there would be a list of, like, categories. Um, like, a boy's name, um, a film from the 90s, uh, something that floats. Um as on like a screen and you'd have to fill in as many things for t as you could for each of the numbers and then at the end you're trying to get unique um unique uh objects so that because if you have so, the same thing as another team like you both have to cross it out um i hope i've explained categories and uh if you still are um confused please go to the internet um, <laughs> but <laughs> so we were playing scategories and um in another room, my really good work friend, she was also in a team of all men, and she was just kind of feeling particularly drained that day, so she wasn't really um, paying attention to these categories. Like, she was standing up and trying to help, but, like, you know, it gets really long and boring. And their letter was W. And when it got to, there were two um, specific categories that things went wrong in. One of them was <sighs> things that you replace. Oh, Oh, no. And you can all, oh, I forgot to tell you that you can also get bonus points if you use alliteration. And the men in her group wrote, whining women are things that you replace. Ah. And then the next one was things that expand women's waists. Those were both actual answers that these men gave in the workplace.
0: What frustrates me there is like, all of it all of it all yeah. of it the
1: whole thing from start to finish but, but, when i started so there's this game called categories yep, and on but i think even more
0: than the, all of it the fact that four supposed adult men mm-hmm. thought it would be appropriate at a workplace categories game this was not like trivia at a bar no this was a workplace categories this game
1: this wasn't in the fucking locker room
0: so they they said that
1: out this loud this was in a conference room was they like- wrote it down was there an adult in the room yes there were three facilities i mean technically we're all adults technically (laughs) we were all 23 year olds here we go but there were three facilitators who were like real adults who had real power in the company who were managers in the company two of whom were women in that room like for them to then turn around their boards i remember my friend was just like i just saw them write that and i sat down i was like i'm not participating anymore and to have them turn their boards and when you all say like what you had for each category to have the entire room look at them and go what the fuck is wrong with you and for them to have no idea why that might be an issue. So the facilitators acknowledge that that's an. Oh, the facilitators took them aside and were like, this is incredibly inappropriate, they all do apologize. Like it was a thing. Like they escalated it, but but they're all still working. Like there's no there was no like there was no discussion on why it was an issue. There was just you need to apologize for this, this isn't okay. And the guys were more afraid of what had happened to their reputation than how they made the women in the room feel. And the fact that they just did not, sorry to, you know, but, like, just the fact that they didn't even understand why it might be a problem and why it went not only through their head to think it but to write it down as a representation from their group Yeah, is just mind-boggling to me.
0: Did you guys do any diversity training?
1: No. That's the other thing. Like, and our company touts this, I mean... I'll give it to them. There was a very diverse group of people. Like, sure, half of them were white men, but, like, the other half were really, like, not. Like, from, like, internationally, like, um, so many people from around the world, so many, like, women of color, so many people of color. Um, But there was no – and there are, like, in these things called, like, inclusion councils where – you know, you can get together with people who are in your situation. Like, you can get together with, let's say you're a single dad and you want to get together with all the single dads in New York. There is an inclusion group for that. Um, so that was, like, an example for all the white men out there. But, like, there's also, like, <laughs> you know, like, a bisexual women. Like, that's also a group. That's all, these are, like, groups that you can find through work that fit your personal lifestyle and make you, like, teach you how to be a member of my company while also being that and they they focus on intersectionality and i get these great emails and i like read through all like the uh newsletters and stuff but the like they couldn't mention it once while we were all at a national training i think that's really
0: interesting to think about that like it sounds like they're doing a lot of good work but they failed to
1: put it at training and they failed to put it at the first stop
0: because i think that like putting it out there immediately for new employees is like a really great way to like create a better office culture in general because it sounds like they're doing a lot of really awesome things like those groups sound incredible and so it's like you almost wish they would start that earlier
1: you wish that they just made it clear that um they're not just (coughs) doing it to please this corporate responsibility call from the masses they're doing it because they want to change the culture of the company
0: right but it's hard to believe that they want to do that yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) you're so right i mean they had a our program director um for the week, they have a partner who's like the the dean of like the the training week, um, and he talked openly about his partner who was a male. Like he was very happy about his lifestyle; he could travel while being in a domestic partnership, and his partner got all the benefits that he did, and like um, he was very treated well at work about that. And like they made an appointment for that to be you know said, which I did appreciate. But that was only because it was a gay program director. Like right. <laughs> Would they have said that if he wasn't? Uh, no. Because I've been to the training before for an internship and they did not say that. So, like, I don't know. It's just frustrating that they wouldn't automatically make it part of their training. And, like, at the end of the training, we talked in our respective rooms um, about things that we think could be, like, improved. um, And all raised our hand and, like, say, like, oh, I think we can probably focus a little bit less on, like, what is a bar graph. Um, Right. (laughs) Because if you don't understand the basics of Excel, like, when you get here... Could that just be an on-your-own thing at I was this point? Say, I, yeah,
0: it's, it's all over the internet, like, really Literally, easy. Literally, yeah.
1: you, you can type any word into Google, and, like, the first thing is Excel. Like, it's just... There's yeah. shortcuts for everything you can learn. I've yeah. learned so much in the past month. Learn Excel before you leave college. That <laughs> is tip. another pro tip. <laughs> you will need it. You will use it no matter what the fuck you're doing, but it's very important. But, yeah, so we're talking at the end of this... um, At the end of this program about what we think could be improved, and I was like, I think we could... um maybe if they had sort of a module that was dedicated towards how to behave with the opposite sex and also with, like, people of color around you, like, just what that inclusion looks at an everyday level, you know, not dismissing people's ideas, those tiny, like, little microaggressions that you don't realize are huge fucking deals. Um, And the guy next to me, who had been so supportive all week, who had really helped me with this other guy who was being a dick, who had been so kind about everything, just goes, do we really need that? Like, we're just pointing it out as a problem. And I was like, "Oh, you are so close, so close yet yeah, so 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 far Went so fucking far. It's
0: almost like as important as the actual training is. It's important really is. to know that we need it like that those are continued conversations. You don't just get a quick little treat boys the same way as you treat girls and then move on like it needs to be a continued discussion because mm-hmm. I think even though I will go into a more woman dominated field, there will be men like I work for a company this summer where all of the direct like all of the high staff are men you know and my boss was the first like woman to like even get close mm-hmm. to like being at the same level as them And so how do we always have that conversation it's like how we always need to have the conversation about like other diversity issues like it's like the conversation doesn't stop because you have it one time mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. so what are your oh no go ahead go what ahead. are your big takeaways like how, what do you want our listeners to like take home
1: yeah um I think number 1 is just understanding that it still exists. We can get caught like in this millennial Gen Z era of like, oh, I look at the same Twitter feed every day, so I know that it's probably fine and like it's it's fixed by now. Like we're fine. Like that is the biggest fucking misconception. It is not fixed. You need to be prepared. Do not let it shock you. Do not let it take away your edge on your first day, you know. Be prepared for it. Be ready to stand up for yourself. And that's number 2, like when you are in a male dominated field or when you're in any room, really this goes for anyone, anytime. Assert yourself because you're you need to build your own personal brand or else other people will do it for you with their own words. You know? Like you need to set that standard for yourself in on the first day. Yeah. You know? And believe in yourself enough to be like, I am here, I have ideas, I'm ready to work, I'm ready to learn, but I'm also like experienced enough that I'm supposed to be here so I have those ideas you right. know and I need to be listened to
0: yeah oh
1: that's and awesome I, yeah
0: that was so articulate and so enlightening wow yeah this is makes me excited My to bankers. go to work <laughs> I'm so excited for right. go in the real world so you just told us something you're open about Yeah. So we want to end the segment with what something you're working on being more open about
1: um I'm definitely working on being more open about my own sexuality, like, in the workplace. Like, I don't know how to, like, I was seeing a girl this summer for a little bit, real quick. Lindsay, don't freak out, I'll tell I'm you later. am freaking
0: out! <laughs> I know.
1: Um, and I just, I, I suddenly had to come out again, like, because every time you get to a new group of friends or a new group of people and you stayed in your life, it feels like oh shit they don't know either. Ugh, I'm I'm by. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. It's like when I tell people I'm a vegan, like I don't want to make fucking I don't want to make a deal of it. But like I just choose to do this. I'm not judging you for what you do, but just so you know, in the future, so that you can't be like you never fucking told me, and then I brought to you this meat filled restaurant. Like <laughs> it's I just got on such a tangent. Yeah. but you know, <laughs> it's it's really hard for me to like um know that people accept me and know that know that the new female friends that I'm making won't feel uncomfortable around me is like the most important thing for me because I I get so scared that my female straight friends will be uncomfortable around me because right when like or will assume that I'll have crushes on them I have a very specific type and y'all don't fit like, <laughs> dead ass I hate that
0: I hate that shit you know
1: <laughs> I can be friends with men I can be friends with women like I'm not a scary bisexual who's selfish and wants to fuck everything that moves. That's not what happens. And I've—it's uh, my own internalized you. anti—you know. But no,
0: thank God that you said that because. I need to work on. anyway, but <laughs> I could get into a whole conversation about this, and I won't right now. But maybe, maybe we'll have you back and we'll yes. talk about this <laughs> when I get a little bit more open. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. So We're so glad here. that you came on the pod. <sighs> yes. Thanks for coming. It was it was Young Alone weekend, so I'm glad we caught you. Yes.
1: I love you both so very much. I love what you're doing. I love listening to the pod. Uh, keep, keep doing it. You're awesome.
0: Yay. Thanks so much, Carly. So that's it for episode three of Sorry We're Open. Wow, we're really on a roll. I'm super stoked. And we're still going to record next week, and there'll still be a new episode out, even though we are both going to be away from campus for fall break. But don't you worry. Episode four will be out on time. Yeah, we're. That's just how dedicated we are to the cause. <laughs> Truly dedicated to the pod. And if you're interested in being a guest, like our friend Carly, hit us up. Um, like we said, she doesn't go to school anymore. Um, but we were lucky that she was here for a weekend. But we're happy to have guests come on via um, phone, Skype. It's BYOT. Bring your own topic. And if you haven't followed our Instagram, you can follow us on at Sorry We're Open Podcast. Um, and we do polls on there. We're starting some fun content where you can say what you're open about on the podcast or what you're working on being open about. Um, so definitely check us out on there. Yeah, we're do- we're doing big things. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening and, uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Cool.